Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we just happen to have uh, Santa Claus on the line with us, and I'm sure that you had a busy, busy weekend, didn't you, Santa Claus? Oh, John, it was absolutely incredible. Just to imagine uh, a part of me giving, going down all those chimneys and visiting all those kids and everything like that, I had over 3,500 little Mexican kids that uh, we gave candy and uh, toys to over the weekend. It was yeah. absolutely incredible. We were in a parade in La Paz and uh, with my daughters and wife, which was absolutely beautiful. And we just worked a really long time this Christmas. We had a great Christmas. And I hope everybody listening to us had a great Christmas, too. Well, I have to say that uh, the Grizz, not the teddy bear, the Grizz, is, uh, you know, he, he may try and pretend to be gruff and rough, but uh, he's just got such a big heart. And well, thank you, John. I'll tell you. You know, there's nothing that brings tears to your eyes as seeing a little kid come up to you about halfway crying, doesn't want to be out, and look up at you and see see you and see Santa Claus, and when you hand out the candy in one hand and a toy in the other and see his eyes light up and that big smile, there is no drug, no alcohol, no kind of high in the world that you get better than that. Well, um, again, you know, I know that you try and pretend to be gruff and rough, but you know, we know how big your heart is. And yeah, if, well, I love kids. I'm still kind of a nasty old fart to the <laughs> other people, but to the kids, I'm nice. <laughs> well, Grizz is. Uh, um, he's not uh, a real big person, but he's a little bit more retound than I am. And he's got a white beard and uh, kind of grayish brown hair. With it's long, and uh, I imagine when you put on your red suit, you were quite an attraction. Well, anybody that would like to see it, just go to my website, or not my website. Excuse me, to my Facebook site and to Mike Ritz, and you can see me with all the kids and. <laughs> Handing out candy and see just how long my beard really is. Yeah. Now that Christmas is over, I'll be cutting it this week. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm you're, not going to have it this long. Your hair, your beard, or both? No, my hair stays that way. My hair is in the middle of my back and will stay there. Yeah, okay. All right. But my beard, you know, John, making television and stuff, uh, I keep it uh, trimmed down. I quit trimming my beard in September until the end of uh, December. So there's those months I'll just let it grow. Uh, Grizz, can I give you some advice? Yeah, sure. I won't take it, but you can give it to me. Uh, leave the beard on. It covers your face. Uh, it covers the bottom of my face, John. My beautiful blue eyes are still there. Okay. Hey, John, another great thing that's happening right now that everybody should be aware of. You know, Christmas is gone, but what is really happening now are the whales. 
The whale sharks are into La Paz. The gray whales are calving right now. They're having their young. They're coming in. Uh, they'll be keep coming in now. Right now, there's about uh, 20 in calving. The males haven't come in yet. They'll be coming in in a while. The blue whales are showing up in Loreto. Wow. And the humpback whales are now in full A lot of them in Cabo right now. Well, I thought they were far. Well, you, they they come by Cabo, but uh, isn't Mag yeah, Bay? Yeah, they come by. They don't hang around very yeah, long. Yeah, but isn't isn't uh, Mag Bay the uh, birthing area? The, oh, I'm talking about the humpbacks. Oh, that's the, the gray whales. Are, yeah, that's the gray whales. Yeah. Yeah. The gray whales come up into the Mag Bay area. The best place to see those is so, not so much Mag Bay because it's a long boat ride, and San Carlos is very difficult city to get around. They don't have hotels. But the best place is Lopez Martel's. And for those that want to go see them, they should go to the website and look at the mangroveinn.com website there, and you can get all the information about them. And that's but it's uh, happening. What is it? Boca? Um, what's the name of that sl- the bay there? Bo- oh, where? No, it's a La Bocana. You're La talking Bocana, about La Bocana. Yeah, yeah. isn't that? But La Bocana, the whales aren't up that far north, John. They're they camp right there in Lopez Martel's. Yeah. In uh, a place called the Boca de Domingos is probably what you're talking about. But right there, right now, they're coming in every day. More and more are coming in. If you, if anybody wants to really touch a whale. I mean, pet a whale. I mean, this is real. These guys come in, they're born, they're tons, like five tons when they're born. And the (laughs) mother pushes them into the boat so that you can actually, why they want to react with people, really, it blows me away. I don't know why, but they want you to touch them. They put their big pins up on the side of the boat. They like to have their eyes scratched. It's something that everybody ought to have in their bucket list that likes the outdoors and uh, come down here and, and be with the whales. Yeah, and that tap, was it through March? It's until the end of March. Yeah. Now, on the other side, in the Gulf side, in the Sea of Cortez, the big, the, the largest mammal of the world are now getting there also, the giant blue whales. Well, let me. We've I, we may have talked about this before, but uh, a year ago, John. Well, what I would like to ask the question rhetorically is: the largest animal that has ever inhabited the earth. What is it? Is it a mastodon? Is it a dinosaur? Or uh, Mark is uh, our engineer is sitting here. Mark, what is the largest animal that has ever? existed on earth a blue, That's what I would say. A blue whale exactly and we mm-hmm. got them mm-hmm. we had one John last year the most incredible thing in fact we've got it filmed that went under our boat and was playing with us oh, now John shit. you know my boat is a 22 foot pro line yeah. I felt like a peanut well <laughs> I, I I was I've only seen one blue whale in my life, and it was on a um, a boat an eighty eight foot boat, 
uh, which is a whale watching boat. And uh, we came up next to it, and the um, the front of the whale was about you know well let's put it this way the 88 foot boat was only maybe two thirds the length of this blue whale oh they're they're immense they're incredible I mean absolutely incredible and we have them here yeah you know they're in Loreto right now Mm -hmm. and then but I mean somebody that's really really interested and they should get a hold of you John yeah because uh, you know you got all the connections and everything to do it is to come and swim with the whale sharks which is the largest fish in the world well, and no, then go great. up to Lopez Marteos yeah. and stay at the Mangrove Inn stay there and touch the gray whales and then go an hour over the mountain to Loreto with Ana Gloria and go be with the blue whales. Wow. Yeah. Now, okay. can you imagine that kind of trip? Okay, I'm in. <laughs> well, come on down. I'll take you around, John. All right, buddy. But, uh, yeah, well, actually, you're not supposed to really touch the whales because you get oh, bacteria yeah. in your skin. They encourage but, yeah. you to touch the – they don't want you touching the uh, – the uh, sharks, the whale sharks. Yeah. But uh, they encourage you to actually pet the gray whales. Wow. Yeah, well, no. And I mean, what you do is you slap the water, John. Yeah. And for some reason, and nobody knows this. I mean, nobody. Grace, we got to go. They, they come over and you can touch them. I know we got to go right. through a break right now, right. John, and we'll talk about it when we come back. Okay, thank you, Grace. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. We'll be right back. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. It's a great time to visit Lake Nascimento. Hard to pronounce, easy to find, to rest and relax this fall and winter season. Cast your line, sit back, breathe in the crisp air, and catch a fish. The resorts offer accommodations from lodges that sleep four or more, modular cabins that sleep up to eight, all fully furnished lodges with scenic views of the lake. Self-contained RV rental trailers are also available. Located midway between Los Angeles and San Francisco, the resort offers fun and adventure for the entire family. Visit NacimentoResort.com. That's N-A-C-I-M-I-E-N-T-O Resort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. The road 
road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have Santa Claus uh, that has finished up his uh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, John, I'm all excited. I always get excited this time of year. You know, Christmas is gone and passed. I got to be Santa again. My 36th year of being Santa Claus, and it just is always so great. But the other great thing about this time of year is we got the whales coming in everywhere. We got uh, some good fishing happening, and what is we got duck hunting. The hmm. ducks are moving in because it's getting cold up north and we've got them all over the place. And I just love duck hunting. Well, Grizz, you are in the city of peace. The yes, cap- I am. The, the capital of Baja, California, sir. Yes, I uh, am. La Paz. Yes, but I am. I don't think you have many ducks there, but you did just recently get back from the mainland. Oh, yeah, I was over, and I had a great experience, John. The Huichol Indians is a group of uh, Mexican Indians in the state of Nagarit. And they invited me to come down and teach them how to snook fish with, uh, you know, uh, sport fishing for snook. So I was down there, got to play with the giant crocodiles and all the beautiful birds, the parrots and uh, the uh, shorebirds were just because they're all down there for the winter, and they also want to duck hunt and dove hunt. So I was down there working with them, teaching them about how to shoot, safety of handling guns, uh, what ducks you should shoot, what ducks you shouldn't shoot, uh, how to prepare them, how to cook a dove, and about catch and release on the schnook. I just had a great time. I was there uh, nine days. I'm going back again in the end of January. January to do some duck hunting and snook fishing again. And I just had a wonderful time. They're great people down there. 
So, you know, if anybody wants to have an experience, it's very inexpensive down there. Get a hold of you, John, or get a hold of me, and we can sure arrange it. I mean, right now it's virgin. I don't know how long it'll be before people will find out about this giant secret and start coming down there. Well, uh, let's talk about that just for a second. Well, maybe a couple seconds. But uh, what you're talking about, there's an area in the indigenous are not really I mean, people don't go there uh, no. you know I mean people from Arizona and stuff go down to Sonora and go dove hunting but what you're talking about is it, it, it is virgin and yeah, it's virgin John. all somebody has to do is fly to Mazatlan and they have vans that'll pick you up and take you right there. Uh, they have a lodge. I was down there, helped them set up the lodge, told them about all of that, uh, taught them how to cook the doves and stuff, sweet and sour and ginger and all of that. And they're set up, and it's just a great experience. I mean, imagine, where can you go, all exclusive, shotgun, don't have to worry about it. They've got over and under shotguns. A really nice lodge, good food. Oh, well, Grizz, 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 don't, don't, don't give the price. Like uh, $1,300. I say don't give the price. We don't want the word to get out. Okay, I'm sorry. But okay. Anyway. It is great. But uh, uh, one of one of the things you mentioned is uh, you were on, I guess it was last week when you just got back. And the numbers you were telling me were, you know, I mean, I, I, I know you and I trust you and you don't lie. All you got to do is my Facebook. It's all filmed, all on Facebook. But, you can but, actually but the number, see it. But the number of birds that you could uh, take in one day. Well, if you're a good shot, you have no problem getting 450 birds. <laughs> and I mean, it's legal. Because it has never been hunted, and there's so many, they're destroying the crops Mm -hmm. of the farmers. They just go in and knock all the millet down and the milo and everything, and they're destroying the crops. So they actually want you to come hunt. Wow. And everything is safe. There's no cartel there. There's nothing there. I mean... We left the cars unlocked, and, I mean, we drove back in. And, and, you know, we have expensive cameras and stuff, and the drones we took while we were filming. And there's no problems whatsoever down there. Yeah, there's nobody there. (laughs) No, there's no one. Wow. It's just really, really something. And, John, you got to get part of it. you got to get to the people to... You know, get a hold of people so they can bring them down, and we can help these uh, Indians out. And, oh, yeah. Uh, help those poor Indians out and slaughter some birds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go down and wipe out Blast the them. Yeah, there you go. Well, at least thin them down a little bit. Yeah, right. well, they've got literally millions of them. Right. They've got uh, their white wings. And then they got the uh, red-pied pigeon, which is uh, what they hunt a lot of them in Argentina. And they've got those down there, which is a big bird is it like and a, like a part, uh, easier like a, to shoot because they move slower. It was like a partridge and they've got or those down there. So, I mean, it's just 
and, and in the duck hunting, oh, let's not even talk about it. I mean, it's just thousands and thousands <laughs> of waterfowl, waterfowl everywhere. Well, I'm sure we've got some people listening to us that are going, are you kidding me? Oh, wow. All they got to do is go to my Facebook. Wow. Mike Ritz, yeah. you can see what yeah. we did. And what was that, red tip something? Is that a partridge or is it a pigeon or what, or is, what is it? The pigeon, the well, uh, red pie pigeon. It's uh, about the size of, you know, a feral pigeon, you know, like a church bird. Yeah. About that size, and they live up in the mountains, and they come down and eat the grain of the farmers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but that's in August. You know, that's okay. uh, August, September hunting. Right now, it's just literally millions of white wings and uh, ducks. Wow. Well, if anybody likes to hunt, uh, man, you can you can spend a whole day uh, in uh, either California, Arizona, or any place in the the Southwest. Um, you know, um, climbing through rocks and shrubs, trade a couple of birds, but that is unbelievable. Well, you can stand in one spot and not move and shoot two hundred and fifty birds in the morning. <laughs> you don't need to move. <laughs> You just stay right there. You don't need even camouflage. <laughs> There's no blinds. You just go out in the field where you see where the pilots stand there. Yeah, just and you got bird boys that run every time you shoot one, bring your birds back for you. Yeah. And by the time you're done, you've got them all filleted out. you got all breasts, and you're ready to go. Well, uh, Grizz, we don't have a whole lot of time, but tell us real quickly what you do with them after they're filleted. Well, I like to make them sweet and sour, you know. I take them, I breast them out and cook them, uh, you know, a wok is real good with sweet and sour sauce with some vegetables. I like them like that. Other way I like to do is bake them, uh, put bacon around the breast and uh, make a uh, dressing base and put them in the oven and cook them like that. There's a thousand ways to do it. Mm. Yeah, well, let's just say, and you and I talked before about uh, uh, stewing them in sauerkraut and tarragon. Yeah, yeah, that's something very interesting. Yeah, but uh, no, they're, uh, and and is there any problem bringing them back to the States? No, no, not not whatsoever. Hmm. So they just flay them out and you just put them in the freezer, put them in your ice chest and bring them home. That's right. Wow. You'll have everything packed for you and everything. They'll freeze them all for you. Oh, wow. You just bring a cooler and take them back. There's no problems whatsoever. Oh, wow. And, um, oh, oh, you know what? There was something else I was going to ask you about. And I think it was what you f- fixed for uh, uh, Christmas dinner. You have a recipe that I was very interested in. And maybe it'll work for uh, New Year's if people can catch the show in time. Oh, you're talking about my rolled, uh, well, I don't know what you call it in English. I guess you would call it like a ham or... Well, no, it's, uh, a, it's a fresh ham. I think what you're talking about is a boneless Yeah, like a, boneless a fresh ham, ham, you know, boneless. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just start cutting it and open it up and rolling it and cutting it like I'm making a fillet until it's a one piece like a board. Yeah. And then put uh, raisins, onions, mushrooms, apricots, uh, all kind of fruits that you can think of, uh, pineapple, pig, and bread, and then just roll it back up. So you do put you put you you put bread stuffing in it also, then. Yeah, right. Okay. 
and mix it in all with the fruit and stuff and then roll it all up and then I use a light rope and tie it up and put it in aluminum foil and put it in the oven for about an hour and a half, pull it out and then put uh, honey all over it, base it in honey, then put it back in, put the aluminum foil back on, put it in for about 45 minutes, then take it out and then put uh, cherry juice on top of it, cover it up, put it back in and then in about uh, an hour it's ready and then you just slice it like you're a giant cinnamon roll wow wow yeah it's got apricots it's got raisins it's got apple everything well no uh, you know again ham is great stuff but what you're talking about it usually doesn't have a whole lot of uh, uh, moisture but so the stuffing will add that to it so it comes out nice and moist and juicy yeah, of course. That's just the thing. I hate dry meat. Yeah. That's why I put, you know, a lot of, uh, like, honey kind of, you know, seals it in there. And then when you put the the uh, cherry juice on it, then it kind of sucks it up from the bottom go. and stuff. And leaves Grizz, it really moist. Grizz. And I'm, it makes a nice, sweet gravy. Oh, gosh, that sounds great. Grizz, I know you've got to go. We promised to get you out of here early. Uh, so we appreciate you coming on and sharing that with us. And anybody that's interested, please, please get in touch with us. Fishtalkradio.com or ASOBproductions.com. Lake Cabot, one seventh place in America's top 100 family-friendly places to boat and fish, the lake is in the Bay Area, only 45 minutes away from San Francisco. This scenic destination boasts over a dozen hiking and biking trails, trophy-sized fish, boat rentals, Bay Area kayak tours, and a picturesque eating area at the Surprisingly Delicious Cafe. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. Visit LakeCabotRecreation.com for information. That's LakeCabotRecreation.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. 
Download the free Reno Violas Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. They're in the water, look at shine. There goes a big one, that one is mine. Play out my reel now, just how I feel now. Look to my fly rock, I got me a trial. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we have uh, a very special guest, somebody we haven't had on for probably too long. John, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. Uh, John, um, what part of the world do you live in? Well, some say I'm crazy for living up here in central Minnesota. Yeah. Well, we, we, <laughs> we say that, you know, the Fish Talk Radio, we do freshwater uh, salt water and hard water fishing, and your specialty is I think a little bit more about the hard water, which means frozen water. Yep, in the winter time, yeah, it's kind of hard to find hard water in the summer. <laughs> yeah, but uh, unless you spill the cooler, you know, if you're having a couple <laughs> and dump some ice in there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, we appreciate that. Now, John, um, I assume you're still doing some music, right? Oh, a little bit, yep. I haven't had much time this year. I always sing at a couple fishing shows. I did that this year, and but I uh, had a busy summer as far as my business, so it, yeah. uh, it takes away from my singing time. And uh, you know what? I, I was up fishing a lot this summer. Good for you. Uh, in Minnesota, well, I guess you get pike. What all, what all do you get out there? Oh, we get pike. Uh, walleye's probably the biggest uh that's your filet mignon up here, you know. You know, I have never caught a uh, uh, a walleye. Oh, and it, they're such fighters. They're really bigger. See, I got an 8-pounder, which is a pretty nice walleye. You know, it was, I think it was 27, 28 inches long. But they're horrendous fighters. And a lot of pike I've caught. And I also like bass because I do a lot of surface fishing, you know, with the jigs and flies. And mm-hmm. these bass will come out of the water two feet in the air. And take the hook. You know they're out of the water and they're surface. They they fight something look like a. Isn't the marlin? I was watching some of your videos. Isn't the marlin with the big top fin? Well, uh, there's a couple of things. First of all, in marlin, you've got the blacks, which are the huge ones that can get over a thousand pounds, and you've got the blues, which will run up to maybe four or five hundred pounds, and the stripes that usually peak out around two hundred pounds. And then the sailfish. The sailfish is the one with the big fin on the top. Oh, okay. I was. And those are yeah. Those are usually hundred pounds or so. Yeah. But uh, you're. Yeah, I was but, watching but, your video. Great. You're right. When there. when they come out of the water, uh, I mean, I've cut enough marlin in my life that it doesn't excite me that much. But I'll tell you what. You know, when you get one on the hook and it breaks the water, it really gets your blood pumping. Oh, 
one. And that's someone I was watching that, and it kind of reminded me of a bass, but because a bass come out of the water two, three feet, and they'll just, you know, and you're only looking maybe five pounds, six pounds, or ten pounds of just a monster yeah. up here. But they fight something like that. They come out of the surface a lot, yeah. and they try to shake the hook out. Well, the other one that I really like is the Dorado, which uh, most people know as mahi-mahi, or in Florida they call it a dolphin fish. Boy, I have no idea. But, uh, you know, they'll come, they'll come up out of the water, and they've just got these beautiful colors, and they'll come up and dance on their tail, and, and it's just uh, it's, it's, it's exciting. And they're, they're, they're fun to catch. And besides that, Dorado are good to eat. And the difference is a Dorado will go from an egg to 20 pounds in two years. Wow. Now, a marlin doesn't, meet, doesn't reach sexual maturity until it's seven years old. And of course, for a you know a thousand pound black marlin, you can imagine that it's it's older than we are, and I'm pretty old. I don't think I uh, had sexual maturity yet at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's interesting this year. The fishing was really messed up. Yeah. Uh, from September, and it was the election I blamed it on. Oh yeah, of course. These fish didn't know whether to take a red lure. Oh, come on, John. As far as I'm going with that. <laughs> All right, let's see what it's at. <laughs> well, that was an interesting turn of events, but uh, I don't think that in our lifetime we'll ever see another election similar to this one. Let's hope not, huh? Yeah, yeah, that was very interesting. For the good of our country, let's hope not. Let's hope, yeah, well, let's hope it works out well. Yeah. Anyway, um, the, you know, one of the things that you do now, People that listen to Fish Talk Radio, you may not even know it, but uh, some of the music we play, it's called bumper music, which is the intro and outro. <laughs> is that right, Mark? Is that right? Yeah, bumper music. Is it intro and outro or what? It, yeah, okay. So uh, some of the music that people hear is actually recorded by you. That's and, a good thing. And you are, uh, what, the singing fisherman or something? I don't know. How to, how would you describe you? Well, they but call music. me that or the Johnny Cash of fishing songs. There you go. Hey, John, I know this is off the cuff, and it's not fair uh, to catch you by surprise because I know you're not prepared. But could you give us a little sample of uh, maybe, you know, you may not have your guitar with you, but could you give us a little sample of some of the stuff you do? Well, being I fish a lot of lakes, yeah. I did a song yeah. called I Fish Everywhere, and it's about fishing lakes. I fish okay. everywhere, man. Is that a Johnny Cash song? Well, it's, yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's not a Johnny Cash didn't fish, but, yeah. you know, he... I don't know, unless you caught some suckers. I don't now, what, what, what is that song? I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Yeah, anyway. I've been everywhere, man. It's kind yeah. of a crossover from there. And I yeah. just uh, wanted to do something, you know, or the auctioneers. Uh, you know, I've been yeah. awesome, Louisiana, all that. So I, I did one about all the lakes I fish. And part of the chorus is, uh, I'll fish Maple Lake, French Lake, Grand Lake, Cedar Lake, Pleasant Lake, Cedar Lake, Cedar Lake, Cedar Lake, Cedar Lake, Cedar Lake, Grand Lake, Burr Lake, Bright Lake, Cedar Lake, Mud Lake, Long Lake, Island Lake, Swan Lake, Lake of the Woods. Oh, I'll fish everywhere. Would you mind? He just did. Just did. Well, was that it? That was it. Uh, you know, could you give us a little sample, or was is that what you just did? Uh, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We won't you push want you. more. Yeah, I uh, love more. I fish you know everywhere, what? man. Go ahead. Uh, well, I fish lots of lakes. Oh, I fish them all year round. Oh, I fish lots of lakes. Everywhere I'm bound. Can't say which lake's the best until I try. All the rest going fishing, fishing. Fishing, 
Willow Fish, Maple Lake, Prince Lake, Granite Lake, Cedar Lake, Blaze Clear Lake, Bass Lake, Otter Lake, Goose Lake, Gull Lake, Round Lake, Pearl Lake, Rice Lake, Sugar Lake, Mud Lake, Long Lake, and Lake, Swan Lake, Lake of the Woods. Willow Fish everywhere. Everyone should try it. It's really lots of fun. I'll have to win this song. Quick as fishing, I am bound. Can't say what's lake's the best until I try. All the rest going fishing, fishing, fishing. All fish, Maple Lake, Prince Lake, Granite Lake, Cedar Lake, Bud Lake, Bear Lake, Bass Lake, Otter Lake, Goose Lake, Gull Lake, Round Lake, Pearl Lake, Rice Lake, Sugar Lake, Mud Lake, Long Lake, Anna Lake, Swan Lake, Lake of the Woods, oh, I fish everywhere. Wow, you just did that off the top of your head. Yeah, you know, I wrote that like 20 years ago, and I can battle them off. That's incredible. You know what? uh, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was fun. I I was a, you know, I was uh, just a fun hobby, you know. Yeah. I like to add some excitement to the. Well, I'll tell you what, John. um, You know, before we run out of time, uh, as again I mentioned, you know, Fish Talk Radio, we try and cover as much as we can. Now, I do have a propensity to probably talk about more about Baja than I should because, you know, that's, you know, <laughs> it's, my, it's my favorite place. But uh, bass fishing, trout fishing, uh, so in other words, blue water, um, fresh water. But what you do this time of the year is uh, hard water fishing. Yep. And, you know, we got salmon up here, too, in the Great Lakes, so, you know. Well, tell us, tell us, tell us a little bit about these crazy people that have no idea why someone would want to go out on the ice and drill a hole in the water and put a line in it. Well, it's exciting because it's fishing. I think all fishing is exciting, but you know, you go to, you can almost go out in any lake and drill a hole. But first, you got to make sure the ice is safe. And this year, we didn't get ice till oh a couple weeks ago. And usually, uh. Usually I'd go out ice fishing uh, in uh, oh, Thanksgiving. I usually went out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this year we didn't even have a, we had nice weather, so we didn't have any ice. But you can go out and you catch your bass and your wallet, and, and it's gotten to the electronic, just like everything else. So we got fish locators, and you hang them down a the hole, and there's fish cameras. You can actually watch a 20-pound northern come up and bite your line. Uh, so it's it's fishing just a different way, but you still get to get out and enjoy the great outdoors. And, you know, everybody's got, uh, you can go sit in the ice, or I got a couple fish houses, I, you know, and I don't have big fancy ones. Some of these guys got forty and $60,000 fish houses. I mean, they got all the luxuries of home. Yeah. You know, you know but it, it's uh, camaraderie. There's so many, you know, we get almost a, like a city out on the lake. There can be hundreds. Oh, that's right. You've got some kind of competition up there in the wintertime, don't you? Where you got like a thousand people that are these crazy people that are out in the middle of the ice. Oh, yeah, the Brainerd one. They get. The, I think they've had up to fourteen thousand people. Oh they, my gosh! They drilled twenty thousand holes. Wow. You know, and I always said, you know, if fourteen thousand people are all hanging down bait, don't you think it's a smorgasbord for the fish? <laughs> you know. Wow. But it, it's a. Uh, you know, every lake. Uh, you know, and we got. Well, they say we got 10,000 lakes. Are they all fishable? I don't know. Many, many thousands of them are. But you see almost fish houses on every lake. <laughs> but we got a few foolish people that have already went through the lake with <laughs> When you say went through the lake, in other words, they went out on the lake a little bit when the ice was not thick enough. Oh, without a doubt. They'll go out with uh, four-wheel drive pickups, a uh, full-size Chevy pickup, and yeah. bloop, they go down. Uh, <laughs> quite a few. So it's, you know, and I don't know if the, you know... Um, 
where their brains are, and they may be sitting on them, you know. <laughs> but it's, I'm, and it's so expensive, you know. I don't know if you ever, people know anyway, when you drop a... John, John we're going to have to go. Uh, give us a quick comment on if somebody's interested in your music, how they get in touch with you. Uh, gee, they can look at my website, uh, com. I got some videos on there or they can Google my name John Kurkowski and Is I've got a K- lot of videos K- on K-U-R K-U-R K-O-S-K-Y okay thank you John we appreciate that very much and um, happy fishing thank you and have tight lines to everyone alrighty thanks buddy okay you're listening to Fish Talk Radio we appreciate you tuning in